We have made it to episode 25 of the Silly Goose Gang podcast. And joining us on today's episode is Emily Fury, fitness trainer. So, Emily, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's, um, it's always nice to speak to people who are um, happy. You always seem to be one of the first, one of the things that we liked about you, and we know we talk about who to speak to, is you seem like when you do your training sessions on, on Instagram, they're very hard. And you seem to be serious, but you also seem to be naturally very fun as well. Yeah. It's like a nice a nice blend of uh, seriousness. And I get that a lot. And you're fun. so happy all the time. And I'm like, do you know what? I, I, I suppose I am. I try to be positive. And obviously, when you have a platform, you have to be, you've got that responsibility regardless. Yeah. But, you know, you do, you can have, like, I had a rough day on Friday morning and I think I put it on my Instagram and, like, people are, mm. like, really, like, they're, they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? And it's just like, well, yeah, no, thanks. And sometimes I worry about putting negative stuff out. I don't often mm. do it. But people like that raw kind of, you know, if you can be honest, don't worry about it. It's not your normal, you're human. So, yeah, yeah. so I try to be positive all the time. <laughs> yes, um, as you know, we like to say it's a, a bad day, not a bad life. Yes, so true. I love but, that saying at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's 100% true. So I see, um, yeah, like um, there seems to be quite a lot of people, that, you know, you follow and, you know, the kind of, like you're saying they kind of have to be happy but it seems a little bit sometimes forced yeah. um, but you yours seems to be like really just natural just like you're a happy Thank a happy you. a happy resource <laughs> i just i just feel like everyone goes through happy like good and bad days so to yeah, try totally. and you know to try and hide the bad days though is quite a hard one anyway but if you can show and try and influence and you know inspire people then of course then i will do that and it yeah. usually makes me feel better anyway. So yeah, it's what's what's um what's quite cool. It's one of the things that I used to do a lot was I used to post a lot of like um uh you know like positivity quotes and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, I figured out that when you spent your time doing that, you didn't actually spend any time being positive <laughs> because you were just trying to find positive things to post. Rather, yeah. You know, so you you know you know be the change and all this kind of yeah 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 stop, yeah, yeah. stop posting it and go and do it. Yeah, you know it says one of those things. Um, so yeah, I like I like um, following positive people on Instagram. You know, there's oh, you know, there's so much negativity in the world. So, it's always nice to so many people on Instagram now. So many. It's so yeah, saturated. yeah, yeah. That's true as well. Um, so what? Um, how did you? How did your fitness journey begin? Where did it all start? Um, so it's quite. I've always kind of been into fitness anyway, like constantly. So when I was younger. Like I literally started swimming lessons when I was like five and then I actually stopped swimming when I was about 14, 15 because I was competing a lot and you know when it gets quite intense and you're at the stage where you're either going to go like you're going to actually go try to go professional or you're not and so I was just like actually this it was just a bit boring for me and then I started dancing, uh, went to uni, did dance, came out of that and then realised that I wasn't really into dancing as much when I came out of it and also the money's not that great. There was loads of different things that were driving me away from it. And so I was obviously still hitting the gym kind of stuff. And then I started doing videos. And then I suppose that's how it happened. And that's how I ended up with this job. But like being a trainer and being a class instructor is like one of the best things I've chosen to do just because I just love the atmosphere. Like 
obviously yeah. you've just mentioned that I'm quite positive and try to be happy and bubbly and all of that. Mm-hmm. Naturally, that's what I'm like in the room as well. Yeah, so yeah. people like that. People will come to your class for your personality. Mm. So yeah, it's um that's probably the journey. But I'm still obviously just in fitness now. No swimming, although I do like swimming still. Just a bit yeah, boring. <laughs> it's uh, I I have it's to tough. do a little bit. You know, I've done some triathlons and I you know have to do some swimming and it's it's something that I I'm awful at. But um I try and it's get really better. tough. It's really it's, tough. Really like, tough. Totally different. You could be so fit and you throw someone in the pool and it's just a different different world have you have you ever swam open water no but that was something i wanted to potentially do in like you know obviously triathlon or like things like that so podcast weren't we chris yeah um uh what the thing that confuses people when they go into open water so you can be an amazing swimmer in the pool I'm not an amazing swimmer in the pool. I'm not amazing at swimming at all. But when you go into the open water, it like might be slightly different in England. The water might yeah. be slightly warmer, but your heart rate just goes through the roof because yeah. it's so cold. You know, like maybe 10, 11 degree water. So your heart yeah. rate goes through the roof and then you start to panic and it gets, it's so difficult to swim open water. But and then it's the breathing. You can't properly breathing. breathe when no. you're panicking. So yeah. No. So you have to yeah, try and control hard. yourself. The, ri- the ripples of water as well. I, I would uh, highly re- highly recommend a, a little sprint triathlon. There's so much fun. I think you would love it. Really? It's so much fun. Because you're never like doing sprinting. anything long. Yeah, because you, you're not never doing anything for particularly long. You know, like a sprint triathlon, like it's like 7.50 swim and then like a 20k cycle and a 5k run. You're never oh, doing nice. anything for long. So you no. can just go and push it and have fun with it. And it's so much yeah. fun. So yeah, I would highly recommend, nice. highly recommend I'm not, that. I'm not a big uh, runner though either, so... <laughs> Yeah, neither am I, but I still try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am not a big runner. Like, I literally, like, someone asked me to do a 5K. I was like, oh, no. Uh, I did do one for the donate, you know, the NHS. When that yeah. was going around, I did that. And yeah. I thought, right, that's fine. I will, I'll do it for that. But that's that. Uh, you were talking about being really positive in the atmosphere that you like to generate um, how have you find it because obviously with everything that's going on in the world you've you've moved kind of all your classes virtually how did you find that yeah. change from being in person to to virtual so hard actually and, and the thing with like I work for a gym called robots mm-hmm. and it is heavily into the mental side so when anyone ever comes to class you know we'll do the full class and actually every day has got a different theme to it so mm-hmm we've tried to put that across on just virtually as well. So we'll have Zooms, like work Zooms, and then we'll have the Instagram Lives, of course. Like, And you, you, we're trying to pass the message on. It's actually harder to do virtually because you almost need that kind of, you know, just being around people in that same room to really get them through this message. But the every day is different. So, like, for example, I teach a stamina on a Wednesday. And that's all about like, you know, mental and physical resilience. So you're trying to build that stamina um, and trying to say that across to people on like a phone. It's it's doable, but it is a bit difficult. So and it doesn't hit people, maybe not as much. Um, but we just had to just adapt like you have to adapt. And that's exactly what we did. So um, doing it as well on Instagram is just yeah, it's fun to do. So I've just got used to it. Routine. Do you um do you find there's like more pressure on you to try and create that uh positive vibe 
when you're not because it's very difficult when you're not in a room with somebody to feel yeah. I think you can like, I think you can feel energy of somebody you can feel somebody's like yeah, if somebody's yeah, yeah. in another good mood yeah. you can feel energy so it's like was that something that you like how do you get that across yeah that's hard because you're on your own <laughs> like if I think about it I'm actually just like obviously I'm talking to you two, talking to you two now yeah. and you two are there like this but sometimes it's like I mean could be like 40 50 maybe 100 people watching and you're just thinking like I'm on my own but they're on their own too and I think that's mm-hmm. where it was actually okay because it's not like I'm teaching a virtual class on my own to everyone else on together everyone was on their own so everyone's kind of feeling it themselves and I think that was probably where it wasn't as bad but yeah. it's definitely you like you're so right with the energy like you don't feel that same yeah. I suppose like atmosphere like well, obviously you're not going to but it's difficult. You got to adapt to it and embrace it at the same time. Hundred percent. And in the in the real world, I I'm a mm. trainer for a financial services company, and we've right. had all. And I'm the same. I'm used to being. Obviously, it's not fitness training, but I'm used to being in a room and yeah. having that dyna, you know that dynamic energy of you're given information. You can appreciate when people are going to ask questions. You can see when someone isn't getting it, although they're not saying it. The non-verbal cues. Yeah. Uh, and then we've moved now to doing it all through Teams and Zoom. And it's yeah. such, that first three or four weeks when everything changed was challenging for everyone, I think, you know, for mm-hmm. the people that were being trained, for us as trainers. Um, yeah. And it seems like you kind of had a similar curve, yeah. you know, with and getting it all set up. Yeah, it's so different. Um, but as you say, I mean, it has been a while now, hasn't it? It's been like yeah. three months. Idiot. I mean, yeah. like I've gone through ways, you know, where you're kind of like, oh, I was like, oh, God. I enjoyed it at one point, like for quite a while, actually. I was in Manchester at the time because I went, I went home and stayed there for seven weeks before I came back to London. And I was really enjoying like doing these lives. I had this amazing routine. I wasn't drinking because I went with my mates. And it was like, I was just really fresh, had this great routine, loved it, eating really well. Um, and, then, and then I was like, I came back to London, now I'm getting a bit like bored of it, I'm ready to go back. Mm. But there's still is there's still that routine and you have to stick to it and actually so many people are now saying will you keep these instagram lives up will you keep these um zoom workouts because we can't get that kind of thing even when we go back because people realize it's like it's doable from your home um but i do i do think it's better in the studio i do think the vibe the music the lights you know it's a whole performance it's a whole experience at the end of the day and it really pushes you more you know, when you've got someone on the mic and you've got other people working hard next to you, it is a different vibe and it, it does push you more. So 100%. you can't replace that. You, you really yeah. can't. Um, but, you know, it has been good for everyone to keep fit regardless. I feel it. I feel um, like during this thing, um, like fitness, fitness uh, people, like everybody within the fitness industry has have to work so much harder. Uh, so like mm. one of our friends who was on the podcast, Andy Smith, he owns a uh, the lift gym in Edinburgh, an amazing facility. Amazing. Um, he did, um, you know, I've seen, because I've, I'm friends with him, I've seen how hard he's working to transfer from, mm. well, we can't go to the gym, so we have to now, now he create an app, and he's doing all these things online because they have to, Yeah. like, if they, if they don't adapt. You'll get just, left behind. You'll get left you'll behind. Get left so behind. And you have to keep like, your yeah. business up. Yeah. Yeah, It's really absolutely. tough. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't imagine actually owning my own gym and having to do all that because my friend owns a gym just by uh parsons green and mm. and like the, the changes they had to make and everything and it was actually really scary at the start because you know obviously this was before the government was going to tell everyone that they could get like funding and all these yeah. things and imagine just being panicked that like you've worked so hard 
and it yeah. going under or something. And it was just, yeah, yeah it was quite, quite nerve wracking for them, but they've managed to do the same and, you know, they've red star their equipment out. And so people are still doing the sessions, but they're taking like, I suppose it's a bit more comfortable because they know other people are doing it. So it's not just them on their own. And, you know, they know everyone yeah. else has like rented the equipment and done it at home as well. So yeah, it's fine. They're doing all the Zooms. Um, everyone's just in the same boat, aren't they? Yeah, you have to, uh, you have to adapt. Or that's that's what life is, isn't it? You have to adapt to whatever yeah. it throws at you and, and move forward. Um, do you do you what what's um like what do you, do you train guys as well, or do you are you mostly with women? No, I do both. Um, okay. I've actually picked up some PT at the moment, which I never used to do because I don't have time for. Mm. Um, so I train a guy and a girl at the moment. I mean, that's regular as well. It's good. It's fine, but it's you know I've always been a class vibe person mm. and to be honest the classes are so mixed so it's always it's not just loads of girls that come and there's loads of guys and and you know same for the male trainers they'll get girls and guys it's usually quite a good balance to be honest and yeah. um, you just change like you know you know that they're going to lift heavier weights on like a bicep curl than a girl would it's just like you know it's fine you just kind of work around it yeah it's um that's, you, you say you say they'll lift more, but that's not necessarily. <laughs> always the case. Yeah, actually, wait, I'm quite strong, man. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, who were we talking about? I think it was. I think it was Clint Emerson, actually, Ali, when we're talking about you know the week that I did. I haven't been anywhere near this weight for ages, but I, I deadlifted um, uh, two forty, and I've spent all week going. I said, "Man, I'm so strong." And then that week, <laughs> a, 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 a Swedish powerlifter who I follow on Instagram, uh, Isabella von Eisenberg. And she's like a 65 kilo girl, and she pulled 240. And I was like, You're joking. She's superhumanly strong. And then I was like, This little woman's just lifted the same as me. Yeah, it's um, it's quite funny. It's quite, I I know, um, yeah, I've got friends up here that, you know, girls that train, and they quite regularly have guys in the gym kind of looking at them, and then they like squat more than they do, and then the guys are kind of left. To be fair, ego, my, ego I think I was squatting more than a guy the other day, and I thought, mm. but there's loads of different strengths, you know, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure that yeah. girls girls are actually quite strong on the lower body, like, we all, like, you know, I think sometimes girls are, girls are bigger legs than guys do, like, it's actually, we're all very strong in that department, but upper body has never been, I suppose men are probably more on the upper, Um, you know, people always used to joke about, don't forget leg day, but it's, gen- it's genuine, like, people... Boys love a bro sesh, yeah. uh, chest and shoulders. How, you know, like how, how do you deal with how do you deal with guys if they you know they're being you know arsy towards you in a gym or do you, do you like encounter guys who doubt you and can they go? Oh mm. my god, yeah, like the intimidation game. I mean, it's it's funny because I actually haven't. I don't really often step foot in a normal gym because yeah. I can just go to classes at robots. I can just go and you know, jump in after my sessions or whatever, go in the spare time that it's open. Uh, but the times that I have, you have to just be confident and just bowl over to the weights and just not worry about what anyone thinks. I mean, sometimes you don't even know, like, it depends if you've got a program, but if you don't have a program, a lot of girls will be worried, like, what if I'm doing it wrong? Or what if they're looking at me like, that's not right. That's not, you know, you're not supposed to do that paired with that or whatever. And I think, like, that is, a, it's just, it's slowly disappearing that whole mm. worry i think girls are actually now not yeah. bothered like you can look at me all you want but i'm just gonna smash this and whatever one yeah. of the most one of the most annoying things in the world is when um if you're in a gym so it, it happened to me once and and I, I, you see i'm never in a normal gym but i went to the one near me because I had, I had to squat and then go into sprints 
and it was raining, yeah. so I went, I'll do them on the treadmill. So yeah. this guy, this guy who was in no condition and a woman who was in no condition were laughing at me because I went in and done like 10 sprints. And I'm going, they were like, they were kind of going, is that all you're doing? And I was like, you have You don't know what plan I've got. <laughs> and, this, and this is the thing. And I'm going, but you don't know what I've just done. You don't yeah. know what I'm going to do. It's just like, I'm just going to look at you and go, I'm better. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's so I don't stupid. Think people, I do think that used to be quite a, like, a big problem. But I really don't think it's that much of a big problem anymore. I haven't really witnessed yeah. that that much anymore because fitness is obviously, you know, it's always been a thing, but it grew so much. Like probably started a few years ago now, like three, four mm. years ago, it actually started getting really popular. Um, not just because you were actually getting fit and healthy. Obviously, that is the main reason. But people knew that they could look good, feel good. And it was actually quite a social place. Like it's now very sociable. Like, you yeah. know, I've got a bloody business out of it you know it's kind of it's one of those things like now it's such a big thing but yeah do you do you do you feel like you n- not on your entirely on your own but like you know people like you we hate the word influencers but we'll say influencers, <laughs> we'll say influencers for the sake of this conversation but do, do you feel like people like you have had a big part to play in um especially you know women being more confident to go to the gym and not feel you know because you're confident and excitable and you know hard working do you feel like you and people like you have had yeah definitely if you um you know when you're doing videos with weights in and it's not just about uh because for me I've never been the type to do those like booty burn videos with a resistance band and all of that like I've never done that um I've always kind of done functional fitness. So whether that's doing yeah. a bit of a CrossFit workout or me going, just doing a normal functional, because there's no gymnastics or anything in it. Um, I quite like doing that. And some people yeah. will turn around to me and say, that's really hard. We can't do that. There's always going to be people that can do probably better than you or worse than you. But if yeah. you can give them like a regression and an understand that, well, you don't have to do that heavy or you don't have to do it that way. There's loads of different advances and regressions. So yeah, it's always trying to find the balance between not looking a bit gimmicky and um, being able yeah. to show that you can do these weights, weighted stuff and actually just walk in the gym and go and do it. Like No one's going to criticise you or judge you. And if they do, it's more on them than it is on you. That's yeah, a great I, point. I remember in the early 2000s, obviously I'm a bit older than you, am, but I remember in the early 2000s <laughs> when, I was at, when I was at uni doing sports sciences, and there was a guy who was heavily into functional training. And he used to like squat on a you know a stability ball inside a power rack because it's that's functional. Oh, no. <laughs> like, you see these videos. You're gonna blow out your knee, you're gonna blow out your back. Yeah. Like I like I'd rather just keep it simple and know that yeah. this is gonna be effective rather than trying to be a bit of a show off. Because yeah. it, nothing, you're not going to achieve anything apart from an injury, maybe. So, yeah. you know, ankle. yeah, it's not something uh, I want to do. I get tagged in those videos all the time on Facebook. Yeah, people, my friend people, takes the mick out of those videos uh, all the time. People, people actually tag me and I'm being serious. Like, you should totally try this. And you're like, why? And you're like, you don't know me. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? Why would I just like squat? <laughs> why do I need to put a balance ball? Like, what? I don't yeah, understand. no, just it's, do it um, all the squat. Yeah, I used to do, you, used you, to do it all the time. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Do you find um, is it becoming easier, um, you know, trying to convince uh, women to to lift weights a little bit more? Because it was kind of like a stigma for a long time. Like, Massive stigma, yeah. No, it's absolutely like it's totally normal now. Like I don't think, I think there is still still some stigma there because it's it's so it was heavily like in everyone's kind of thoughts for years and years. 
And now people are like, actually, no, I want to lift weights because it's going to make me look better and more defined. Like, it's not about doing cardio anymore. It's about doing, like, all these nightlight functional movements that obviously not on a stability ball, but you're, you're actually doing <laughs> stuff. Like, like, even, like, CrossFit. You know, girls are now really into CrossFit. And I suppose I do a little bit. I don't do that much, to be honest. But mm. there's a lot of the movements that you can just do and they're, they're weighted but they're also very cardio as well so it's a good mix really but women are definitely yeah. more into it than they yeah. used to be it was one of those things that people would always say to me you know girls because girls always came to because i always kind of lifted weights and i've always done something sporty so yeah they, they would ask me and it was always you know the silly questions you know what protein should i take to lose weight and you're going i don't what do you mean? <laughs> what? Uh, you know what I mean? So it's always those kind of things. And then they say, you know, I don't, you know, I, I say, yeah, don't yeah. want to get too big. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I the classic line. Yeah. And, that, and that, that's exactly like, it. How can it's I easy, lose fat off this one specific part of my body? And I'm like, you'll lose it from everywhere. <laughs> like, that is a really common question. Like, I still get that question. And it's really hard because, like, obviously they, they don't, they don't really know. And that's fair enough. So if you don't know, you're trying to just find out the answer to what you're thinking right then and there. So the answer is just very simple. Like if you want to try and lose weight off a certain body type, like you're going to have to just do the cardio, do the like health and fitness that you're going to do, eat well, but also like maybe do more that is focused on that area. And that's, that's the best you can do. Like you can't specifically lose it off one part. You know, when you, when you break it, when you break it down like that, it's all, it's like, I think people like to try and overcomplicate things. Massively. yeah, it's not massively. Really, you know, I've, you know, again, people, you know, I get people loads of people, and I'm, I'm, my diet's terrible. Um, <laughs> but, Sounds mine to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> people, you know, people say, I really, I can't lose weight, and you go, this is not. I mean, if you're in a calorie deficit, a, a genuine calorie deficit, you're going yeah, yeah, to yeah. lose weight. This yeah, is not like it's science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really simple. <laughs> Calories going in, you know, obviously. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, you're so right. People overcomplicate it. And I think slowly, like, every, and that's why Instagram's been really good, actually, because there's so many people that are pushing to show others who don't, who aren't that educated on that kind of, like, like knowledge that mm-hmm. they are now understanding it and breaking it down very simple, as much simple, like, as we can get um, to explain to people that, no, actually, this is it. Like, it doesn't, you don't have to complicate it any more than this. Um, and slowly, I think that's why it's becoming bigger because people start to understand it. So then more people are getting into it, and then having these fitness profiles and etc. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's um, definitely Talk, talking about your your fitness profiles. At what point did you decide that you were going to launch your Instagram as you know the Instagram you have? At what point did that become a consideration? Because again, it's it's a relatively new phenomenon, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I never actually had a moment. It was just naturally, just naturally happened. I was just. Like I said earlier, I was doing these videos and just posting them and then I was getting people seeing them. This was actually before the algorithm changed. So when the algorithm changed on Instagram, maybe two years ago, or however long ago it was, that's where it got really difficult for anyone to try um, and grow, I suppose. And, you know, mm. like trying to get your post seen, having to post at a certain time, like, you know, it was all these different things. Like I never really used hashtags and then now I use them a little bit because they actually do help. So mm. I know there was never a, a real point. I guess it naturally just went into it and I just carried on doing it. And then it turned into a job. Um, so obviously my training was a thing. And then, then I got a manager for Instagram and just, yeah, I suppose it just goes off like that. It's better to, for, to have it like that anyway. 
I'm, not, I'm glad I'm I'm glad you said it grew naturally because um, that's one of the things I don't think you could try and make something no. from what you wanted it. I think it has to be a natural. You know, we we've said this from the beginning of this podcast. Like, as long as we're having fun and speaking to people who are interesting and fun, we'll keep doing it. Yeah. But you can't force it to be something. It has to just naturally grow and become something cool. Because yeah. and that's that 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 might be why it seems natural. You know, you seem natural yeah. on it because it is natural. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Being and like, yeah. you can see people who do, who do it in a. I don't like the word fake, but it does look quite fake sometimes. And then, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there is, and you can sense it. Like you know it, and, and it's just a bit uncomfortable to watch. So I, I don't, I don't really follow those anyone like that. I think it's always good to make sure. Like, obviously, anyone listens to this podcast right now, and they're like trying to get inspiration off anyone. I wouldn't follow anyone that either makes you feel bad about yourself or makes you think mm. it's not achievable or, you know, all these different things. And I, I would hate anyone to look at my profile, for example, and think, oh, that's like, I can't do that. So I always try and make sure that people can understand that it's doable and whatever, whether yeah. I'm doing a fitness video or I'm doing something like, I don't know, just going out and baking or whatever. Yeah. I think I it's do. important, well, as, as you've already said, that you, you do share the the not so great times as well mm. i think that's equally as important you know yeah if you are just putting that positivity out all the time it does yeah. come across as staged let's go with staged yeah <laughs> staged better word come <laughs> <laughs> um, across as fake or staged and you think you can't be like that all the time it's um, not normal think, to be like that all the time yeah. no no one's you know everyone's human like we're not robots it's like it is genuine. Everybody has feelings. You can't go through life literally as a breeze. Like, I mean, if you if you can, you're like superhuman. But there's going to be so many different things, like emotional, personal stuff. Like, I've gone through a lot of personal stuff recently, and you just know that. I mean, you know, you're not on your own first of all because other people are going through it, and especially in this period, it's not great. Like, but at least to share that it's almost like other people then go do you know what I've been feeling this and I've been doing it and whatever and you you kind of have that kind of nice little bit of advice or reassurance I suppose and um yeah it, it just shows that you're not you're not a robot you're you're just normal like everyone else yeah it's um yeah I think this is why like these podcasts um or certain podcasts anyway but like you know um, this is we've never scripted this. We don't have questions. There's nothing written down. It's just like yeah. finding a path and have a normal conversation because you actually get a better insight into how the person 100%. thinks and how they are. Because if you know if you do questions, it's just a bit like this is just a, this is just somebody reading yeah. off a sheet and it's a bit. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so I d- I've done one podcast before, and it was um it was a school teacher. She was so lovely, and um we she kind of she she knew which questions she wanted to ask me. So I was just like okay. I'd written my answers. I literally didn't look at the answers at all. Like I literally, she asked me and I just answer naturally. Mm. And I just always think that's the best. Like, that was the way she wanted to do it. And it was absolutely fine. Um, and it was nice that I had a bit of a heads up on some of them regardless, but it was yeah. almost like I'd written all this stuff. <laughs> it's just a human. <laughs> I didn't even use it, which is fine. Cause I know, you know, I just prefer like when you guys told me that it was going to be just be natural. I prefer that cause you can yeah. just chat normally and whatever comes up, you know. Yeah, some of the sorry, I was, going to, I was just going to say some like most of the 
most of these 25 episodes have not went the way you think they're going to go. Oh, but yeah, that, you were saying this. <laughs> just like, like even the, the guy, so we had a guy called um, Dr. Martin Pepper. He's Dr. Pepper. But um, he was uh, he's a journalist and, he, and he'd, done, um, he'd done a show called Atlanta's Found for the History Channel. So we thought that would be super interesting. And we spoke to him and he had very little interest in talking about Atlantis. Really? As soon as we like cut him loose, he just went off on these mad <laughs> travel stories. I was just like, oh, this guy's so good. So yeah, it was. It was, and uh, you know, this is we, we've talked about this before as well. Is like we have to learn as we're going through this as well because there's a point where you could tell when somebody's not interested in what they're talking about. Yeah, definitely. So you have to, you know, I suppose it'd be the same if you're programmed for somebody and you know you can tell if they're just not into something and you have to go. Yeah. Without without saying it, I'm going to have to change it and figure. I feel out like you've got to enjoy. You've got to enjoy it, like. Yeah. Talking about doing a program with someone, if they, you know, or, or even actually going to the gym, if you're not enjoying it, it's usually not going to help you to stay there. Like, yeah. not that I'm saying um, you should enjoy everything because most things that I do, I'm literally hating it whilst I'm doing it. But I know for a fact, like when you're on the rower, I just know for a fact that by the time I get to the end of that, like, time, I'll be like, so feeling amazing afterwards. And it's all about that. So, yeah, if you don't enjoy the, it, you're probably not going to stick to it. I'm, uh, I'm glad you mentioned the roar. The roar's the thing. So, when I was, um, when I was, I used to box as an amateur, and that's the one, that's the tool that I used to use the most for conditioning. Yeah. It is yeah, so outrageously hard. It's everything, it's like, like yeah. yeah, it's so, yeah. so ridiculously hard. So, um, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the roar. I've got a love hate. Yeah, but then, it's, I love like it. you're saying, it. it's one of those things where, Got I've a row the, in my room uh, right now. Oh, have you? <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. Stand up for the moment because it doesn't feel um, like it's lying down unless I'm training. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said like the the you know enjoying the. You, you kind of have to have a like enjoy the suck of doing certain yeah, things. Yeah, it's like a love hate relationship. Yeah, you get yeah, to the yeah, end, yeah. You love it. Like I'm excited to get on the rower doing it. Like I like obviously I know when I'm on it like halfway through like maybe I'm doing. 1000 meter row and I'm just like oh like I'm still like I'm at 600 thinking 400 left this is long but actually it really isn't and you know my, some of my friends are doing like stuff where they're just on it for an hour straight and I'm just like that's terrifying yeah but it's great for conditioning you know you get to the end and you just feel so, so amazing after it it's like people have that runner's high you know when I, I mean I'm not a runner we've already spoke about this but um yeah, they they love it. Like to be fair, the time that I did go running at one time, I um uh, I got to the end of it and I absolutely loved it. So yeah, it's um it's, it's one of those things. When you when you talk about the runners high, I know that the last like serious run that I did was uh an event called the Ring of Steel. It's up in the north of Scotland. It's amazing. It's so ridiculously hard, ridiculously yeah. hard. And I remember climbing the last Monroe because you do about whatever it is four Monroe's and it's you know so I remember I remember climbing the last Monroe and all I did I was just swearing at myself I was just swearing and I was just going fuck this fuck that this is <laughs> stupid I'm never running I'm again hate this. and then and then I got across the finish line they gave me my medal I had a big drink of water and then it was just like wait I'm gonna do this again next year what can I do next? yeah it's yeah, like yeah. this it's like from the bottom of the like the bottom of the ocean to like the top you're just like oh this this change it's amazing I love I love that feeling. I mean, you get them when you when you get them like and you get them really good. That they are amazing. It is the best feeling, and it's just like an achievement at the end of the day. Yeah, I've um I don't know I don't know about you, but um I've had to delete things that I've posted on Facebook after I've like PB'd because you're like do like like something and then and then you and then like you and go on Facebook and just like 
I'm the greatest person that's ever lived. And then, just, <laughs> you know, and then like, then like five minutes ago, Patrick, why, why did I write that? Delete that. Jesus Christ. Just, you yeah, know, I, know. Being, I love that. Um, you know, when you, you get the, the endorphin piece, it's, it's yeah, so yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's such a, such a great feeling. It is good. Uh, um, yeah. It's crazy that, that people though, don't want to go through it. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't want to get fit, yeah. don't want to do well. When we're talking about positivity and endorphins and, there's people that are almost against it, like, no, why would you do it? Why would you? And I suppose it's once they've done it once, as you're saying, Emily, you did that one run and yeah. you're like, yes, 5K in the bag, yeah. you've done it now. And Chris, we run. There's yeah. times, my old rugby coach used to compare it. He used to say, it's like banging your head on a brick wall. Sucks when you're doing it, but it's great when it's finished. <laughs> and that's kind of the mentality that you take in. That's that. 100% true. But people, yeah, yeah exactly. Although we're talking about fitness, you know, it's exploded. People are still just not wanting to do it for some reason it's a, it's a weird a weird situation yeah. there is so many more people that are doing it now and actually yeah. you know in london there's just so many boutique gyms i mean i'm obviously with robots who are a boutique gym and it's it is an experience as well so actually it's better for you to get into it that way because like classes are the best way to get into fitness because you, you feel the vibe of everybody else so you're just like yeah. this you know this is great like loving it and then it's always going to be harder to do it on your own. It's, it always will be. Like, you've got to have your music. You've got to, like, try and get that vibe and the motivation to do it. That's another popular question I get. How are you so motivated all the time? And I'm just like, do you know what? It's not actually that I'm motivated all the time. It's that sometimes when you yeah. get into that nice routine of training, it just comes like, okay, I'm going to train today, rather than I've got to force myself to train today. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a weird one, I think. It doesn't come naturally to anyone. You've got to get a nice momentum. Yeah, it's discipline as well over motivation, I think, of just being willing to get up and do it. But I think there is a massive thing to be said about that that shared group experience. Because it's it's like, have you ever watched like a like a stand-up special on Netflix and just by yourself in the house? And maybe you're like, oh, that's that's okay, but the crowd are dying with laughter. (laughs) But it's because they're cheering the because there's Three thousand people all laughing yeah. at once. They're all right. Whereas you're at home, just sat on your couch in the dark, maybe a bag of Doritos, maybe <laughs> a little choice there. And <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was okay. That was quite funny. But the laughter in the crowd is like yeah. a, a massive ripple because they're getting that collective energy, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, exactly. It's different now with the with the Zoom stuff that yeah, you know, for people to pick up on that. It's going to be interesting to see how that adapts once. I know. And like, like, like I said, people still want that. So like, even when we go back, that's what they still want because maybe they can't, maybe they can't even access the gym when, or maybe they've not had work and they can't afford it. You know, like it's, it's almost like everything's going to change for them until they get back their normal job or what, or if they get a new job. I mean, I don't know how it goes. I mean, I didn't even furlough myself cause I'm with PhD. So I still get a bit of a salary from them. So it's, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, for that I, I just think everyone will have to come back to the gym and hopefully people will stay and, and not just do the uh, home workout I think um I think as well like I, I know personally you know if you what, yeah if you do a good workout you know I generally so like me and Ali train jiu-jitsu so we train uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and it's usually in the morning not just now but uh, normally it's in the morning and once yeah. you've done it and you've been with your friends and you know once you've well we always laugh that it's like simulating murder because you try to stro- triangle each other and stuff <laughs> yeah. but once you've done it once you've done it and had yeah once you've done it and had breakfast in the shower you go like you feel so much better about the day 
You're like, so much ready. better. It's positive. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're so much ready. So those endorphins, like as soon as you've done a workout, you then feel like you could do, you're going to be so productive. So like, you know, if you've not done the workout, and I mean, I think this is like a huge thing about everybody working out in the morning. I really struggle to do the morning, which yeah. I wish I wasn't like that, but I'm just not a morning person. I'll go and teach in the morning, but for me to train in the morning, I find it really hard. And that's one of the things that changed in lockdown where I actually was doing all these lives at 9 a.m. And I was having to do it as well. So I was actually training and I'd feel amazing for the rest of the day. And I was just like, oh, this is how it feels. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is why people like doing it in the morning. Um, it's, it's, so yeah. it's, it's true because normally, as Chris says, we train on a Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Yeah. And during the week when I'm working, the alarm goes at half six. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, half six because it's work. Yeah. Literally, my alarm goes for jets, uh, jujitsu. And it's like, boom, I'm up. I've got my kit on. And I'm like, sat at the door like... <sighs> Just need to wait for the time now because it's something that I enjoy doing. Yeah, um, even yeah. I'm getting battered about by the big man there. It's still good fun. <laughs> Who's the better one out of the two, yeah? Chris, I can't even argue it. <laughs> There's no point. It's There's fun. No point. It's fun. I have to. I have to tell you the story. It's, it's one of the funniest okay, things. I actually, I actually shared it on um our Instagram. So we spoke to a guy called Robin Dreek. He was the FBI's former head of behavioral analysis for counterterrorism, right? And he was such a cool guy. So a we're mouthful. talking. And he went, yeah, and he went on this like in his speech about you know positive relationships and all this kind of stuff. And at the end of it, I said, you know, because he was talking about me and Ali, and I said, yeah, but I can kick Ali's ass. And Ali went, oh, yeah, but I, you know, I can't argue. And I said, well, but to balance it, Ali's a lot smarter. And the FBI guy, <laughs> so the FBI guy went, yeah, I can tell. And it was just one of those things. Where was, I was creasing myself laughing. It was so funny. I got, um, I got, I got roasted wow. by the FBI. It was on me. It's my favourite thing that's ever happened. Was getting we've getting slagged got, off by an FBI. We've all got our strengths and weaknesses. Don't worry that's about it. it. We, you know, we work together and we make it. We make it work. But um, yeah, that was something. You can't that's be the same. So you can't funny. be the same. Are you clash? No. Yeah. No. That's um. Yeah. That's definitely true. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what? Um, just oh, leave the arm. I know. He's like, just no, I'm getting that. No, I'm doing. <laughs> don't, don't don't used to be teaming up. Team up. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sweaty enough to pull us up. Don't team up on me. I'm fucking right. I'm going. <laughs> We're uh, joking. <laughs> no, do you have a, do you have any, any any plans moving forward to do like have you got any like long term goals for yourself like in terms of gems yeah. or, or anything? Yeah, I've actually so I mean there's one that's fitness based and one that's just life based. Um, one is. So we have, obviously at Robots, we've got like, we've actually just, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that actually. Fuck it. We have just signed us. We've got another site. So that's going to be very exciting. That'll be opening up at latest, like probably, I want to say, they're saying September, I think, but you know, at the moment, who knows? Yeah, And also yeah. building work is always, there's always a delay. So um, that'll be open soon. And we already have a head trainer for that. So now I want, on when we get a third site I want to be the head trainer then eventually oh, okay. I want to manage it or wherever I get that I want to manage then eventually after that I just want to have my own where that's it's still under robots but like I'll be in control of that one and that's like fitness wise because I've honestly I've never really found a path that like I've really enjoyed more I've worked at different gyms I worked at boutique mm -hmm. gyms but I never saw myself staying there for ages it's different with robots because of this whole we have such a family unit at robots where you you know we actually go and have workshops every two weeks and at the start when I first joined I was a bit like mm, 
this is a waste of my time. I don't really need to do this. I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm just going to go that like, I've got other clients to teach and do this and whatever and I'll work on my Instagram. And now my mindset, like my mindset totally shifted. And as soon as I started going to these workshops, I realized because we're actually like kind of therapy sessions. Like yeah. we talk about the themes and we talk about how it's going to help our clients, but we don't realize how much it's helping us like hugely. Yeah. We talk about yeah. if anything's on your mind, you do a check-in. So I'll, I'll be like, okay, like I feel uh, really driven today, for example. Or if you feel really down and you're like, I'm actually really unmotivated, feel really tired. You say how exactly you're feeling. No one's going to judge you. By the time you get to the checkout, um, you could, you'd probably be in a, you'll, in fact, all the time, you'd always be in a better headspace. Um, mm. And it's all always about talking about these things. So, and when you're these, that close to these people and you feel comfortable talking about these things, I mean, for the first few weeks, we, we weren't. We, we were new people. No one knew each other. It was a new gym. And then now we just talk about everything. So it's actually been an amazing thing to, to have that. So I can't, like, I've never really realized that I, that I want to do this more than now. So mm. that's a really nice thing. Um, but the life goal I need to get a house. So that's my next thing. Um, I'm currently talking to brokers and things like that. So that like hopefully middle of next year, I will have my own place. That's a big goal though that I just really want to get. Being self-employed is a nightmare. Yeah, no. um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm self-employed. I'm it's self-employed. So hard. It's the so hard. hurdles you have to jump. Like I was, when I was um, getting my mortgage three years ago, I was at one point, I was this close to getting up and telling the mortgage advisor to go fuck yourself and walking out and saying, I'll just rent out just because it like self-employed. It was like, they were treating you like you were a criminal. Like, yeah. where, did, where did this money come from? Prove yeah. it. Going, and, and like, you've got to remember that you, like, obviously I'm a director of my own company, right? So I'm a limited company. And so what you, you know, when you're doing your tax and all of that, it might mm. look slightly different. You're, it's it's because of the way we have to put it through and the accountants mm. and everything. So now the broker's talking to the accountant and I'm just like, how's it going? Like, where's this going to go? I've got my eye on a few different places, but it's all about whether you can afford it and whether, yeah, whether yeah. well, whether they think you can afford it. And yeah. so that's the problem. So, yeah, I mean, there's, it's actually quite stressful, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what's the biggest I've, goal, probably. I feel your pain with that yeah. one. Yeah, it was a disaster. Yeah, and right now is probably a good time to do it because everything's quite... I suppose they're trying to sell more than mm. before because most people aren't moving, or I'm not sure if they are. It's a weird world. It's, it's such a it's such a uh, an unprecedented time that I don't think there's any like roadmap you can follow and say I think this is going to happen because who knows? Like we, who we have no knows? Idea I don't know anything. what I'm bloody talking about. Like you know, the cancer <laughs> comes to me and I'm like, yeah, like no uh, idea. What, they they use them. When they were talking to me, they were using like their big accountant words and their big uh, yeah. uh, mortgage advisor yeah. words, and I'm going, and I'm going, mate, can I afford it? Yes or no? Listen, I'm just a trainer. <laughs> Fuck hell. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not in finance. Just tell me yes or no. Yeah, it's, um, yeah no, it is so stressful, it... but that is definitely a goal. So you know, fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> Um, so when so when you're saying you know when you're saying you're having these big um, team meetings and stuff, do you yeah. guys like do you bounce ideas off other coaches? Like, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. What in the same in the same room or in in different places? Yeah, well, well, when you you know when you go to these things and the, the other trainers at the gym, do you guys share ideas about how they dealt with situations or oh, yeah. certain clients? And do you bounce your know, yeah, cool, and... cool, cool trainers? Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of the time is it really about like the actual training side because like I say, it's quite like therapy. So if you've got something going on 
Um, and even if you don't want to talk about it, you know, you don't have to talk about it. You could talk about it. So we have a um, psychologist and she actually is always there attending the kind of workshops. And there's like certain things like one of the best things we did, because like obviously you're balancing ideas of each other and everybody's listening to each yeah. other. But one of the best ideas we actually got to was she played this like motivational kind of speech on the speakers and we were all just listening to it. You had to close your eyes. And then we got on the row and she was like, right, you're going to row for eight minutes. And we were like, this, this was the first time I'd actually done an eight minute row. And it's not that long, but it's when you're on the row, it's long. So you sit onto it and I got a PB and I'd like, you know, cause if I think about like how many times I've probably done a 1000 meter before I'd done like, I think I got in like 2100 and I was like, Oh, actually that was quite good. Cause usually I thought I'd probably get lower than that. Um, mm. But the, the way she did it and the way how it like inspired you and pushed you on to do it, it was that she's told you to start, think about like something that had happened to you that made you come out of it stronger. So we talk about the past a lot, like because it's usually what kind of makes you and maybe what drives you. So anyone mm. that comes into the sessions, you're like trying to you're trying to tap into their emotional side. Yeah. So we were tapping into this emotional side. So I've got on that rower thinking about something that really affected me in the past. And then I'm rowing and I'm getting really far. And I was like, I actually came out of that feeling amazing. So all that you say about the bands and ideas, but that was an idea that someone had that we were going to do. And it just came out so well. And some of the people that didn't do it, I think were literally looking at us going, oh, I wish I did that. Like someone who was injured or whatever had to sit and watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, everyone listens to each other. There's no hierarchy. Like for those of those the head trainer, I'm a senior trainer, but the, anyone that actually is like a normal trainer or a head doesn't matter you just all respect each other and that's yeah that's really so what matters it sounds like um a cool kind of place where you know certainly with jiu-jitsu we do jiu-jitsu is like nobody has an ego yes so exactly has, yeah there's no ego involved at all it's um, a huge part of robots yeah. now you can't come in the room if you've got an ego like no one has one no one works there none of the business you can talk to the managers and they're like literally like your mates like they'll listen to you all day yeah. Uh, they're, they're not like powerful in in yeah. the sense of like they use their power to determine whatever and make you feel like you're a bit kind of I just yeah. I don't know not special or not in it as much but um yeah everyone's got egos a um, yeah egos a, a such there. a big yeah egos like you know, I know you know, certainly like with jujitsu um you know you we've all seen it um there'll be guys who think they're really because every guy do you shut them down no 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 not at all not me but i've seen girls like little girls or small women should i say uh kicking guys asses who've come in with a bit of an ego and then it's nice to see that we love to see it you know you'll see just sitting there like this this guy's gonna be in a bit i'll go back a step because we've said this to i can't remember who we're talking about and like every guy every guy thinks he's um can fight Every guy thinks that he's really good at driving cars, and every guy thinks really good, <laughs> I think every guy thinks he's really good at sex. Okay, and none of them are usually true. Um, yeah. So you get, <laughs> if you if you're you get, fucking confident about it, you're probably not that great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we get you get these guys who come in who think you know maybe think you know I'm, I'm great I'm you know I'm way and then you get this like small woman who's just like quiet and unassuming and then we'll submit them and then he Shut just down. has no idea what to do with himself. Yeah. So no, I love that. When we do it, we have no equals. It's a wake up call. It's a wake up call. And that's exactly it. You know, that's like what we say when you are on the road, like this is your wake up call. If you think you're going to cruise through this, 
you might not but it's going to bring you down a peg and make you realize that this is tough work and you're going to you're going to come out of it a better like a better person whatever so yeah, that's definitely. what we try to tell our clients for sure like yeah, one of the things absolutely. is like no egos <laughs> no ego. leave your ego leave your ego out the door so leave your ego out the door and just come in and do the workout like you know smash you, it you'll feel amazing do you find do you find it's harder working with, with guys because you generally have a big ego no actually and that's i think maybe it's because the guys that i work with don't which okay. is great that's i'm very cool. rare to find yeah, um, yeah, yeah especially when you know they know they look good um like but you can know you look good but and just have confidence but not in the way that you're arrogant and i think yeah, yeah, yeah. that's we're really lucky when i talk about robots it's great because people want to be a part of it they always want to be a part of it because they can see how close-knit we are how there's there's no one that's really in there that's arrogant um and you know there's the, we just don't have any of that and i think we are lucky in that sense because in the fitness industry for an industry of confidence and egos it's it's very rare to find so yeah it's yeah. quite nice and i don't struggle with working with men at all so that's that's good to hear it is nice yeah i think the nail on the head though that it's that fine line between it's good to have a quiet self-confidence yeah don't let yeah. it creep over into arrogance because as chris yeah. said we see it where a lot of guys come to the jiu-jitsu because it's also an MMA gym. So a lot of guys come in right. walking like the corner, right? 22, 23, think they're Conor McGregor. Like Conor McGregor, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them in. And, and there's there's a couple of girls that train at the gym, one in particular, Tanner, shout out to Tanner. I think Tanner's like 19 years old and she's quite small, she's quiet, but she's a legit killer. Ninja. She's a ninja. And, these, and obviously when you're up to yeah. roll, None, none of the young guys that come in the first time want to roll with Chris because he's a big guy. But yeah. they go, I'll roll with you. I'll roll with you, Emily. I'll roll with you, <laughs> And then obviously, Tanner just tying him up and them just like, ta, ta. And at the end of the three minutes, you can so see their eyes like, holy shit. What oh, the fuck? shit. I didn't yeah. realise what I was getting into. Yeah. It's the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's there. a nice wake up call. I love that story. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, it's, uh, guys, you know, it's funny, you know, it's the same when you're out. You know, if you're out, you know, you're saying you're out on Friday having a drink or yeah. whatever, and um, like um, so many people, like young, like young guys who like have a super tight top on, and you're like, why are you doing that? Like, yeah, yeah, like, don't if, show off. Why are you doing? Like, why do you? If you, I mean, if you're super confident, you wouldn't have to like you know, puff the chest out. And like, yeah, off, you man. don't. Just, you don't have just to. Relax. Tell the guys who probably want the the attention though as well. Yeah. I think obviously they do it for the attention, not just for to make themselves probably feel better. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't find, to be honest, I know there's loads of guys like that in the fitness industry, but yeah. I can't say that I'm that close to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Keep it that way. Surround yourselves with the same, with the, the same vibe, right? Not, yeah, not the opposite. This we've is one of the that. things that we've said this on this podcast so many times. Yeah. Like, if, if you're surrounded by people who complain, and bitch about everything and negative you know, why, people. You know, yeah. You know, why why is Emily doing really good with her Instagram? Why is she getting all you know and why is she doing well within her job? You know, you're just never going to achieve anything. Like no. look at and maybe ask her some questions and say Also well, dampening other you... people's success or is never yeah. gonna make yours grow. It's just, I had, just yeah. Funny, it's funny you said that because quite recently a guy who I've known for a very long time and he used to be a good friend, so every time I put something on Facebook or Instagram um he would always ask me like he would always be like kind of bitchy about it and it got to the stage where like the first time it was quite funny and then it, it was every time and it, it's just like 
But it's pure jealousy, you know. It's exactly what it is. It's not actually. And you can only really ignore and feel sorry for those kinds of people. And actually, like I would always, I would always give the benefit of the doubt. But actually, you know, if it gets too much, just just means nothing. Delete, yeah, block, whatever. I I actually speaking about blocking people. I don't really get that many haters or trolls. But I had this one woman (laughs) come onto my live one day actually, and she was just like why are you doing this? Why are you pretending you look so great? Or, or doing so? And I was doing a workout. I couldn't even read the comments. And I was just like, I, when I came over to check, I was thinking, why is she saying such random shit? I was just like, this is ridiculous. My mum actually was like, <laughs> my mum actually commented saying something like, well, if you don't like it, then I think you should just leave. Um, but yeah, I don't get that many. But those kinds of people, like, obviously they've got things going on. That's nothing to do with me. Uh, but they're doing that for me that, to make themselves feel yeah. better. And yeah, that's what it is. And you just gotta leave. You just gotta get those people away because they're not gonna aid you at all. And yeah. you, know, you don't need that negativity. That's um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, people when when people put you down, it's because they feel bad about something and they don't like seeing somebody. It's yeah, easier to put something down. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. It's a thing as well. You know, you you have to. You know, a lot of people have a lot of things going on, a lot of stress going on. You maybe and fell you out with a girlfriend, either. boyfriend. You don't know any of that stuff. You no. you just try and be you know, more like reasonable. It's all about being but, kind yeah. and just like be as nice as know, possible. Don't say anything. You've got nothing. If you've got nothing nice to say, just don't say it. Um, yeah. You might regret it, and it might come back to bite you on the ass. So really, just don't say anything, especially if you, yeah. you're already stressed. But we all can do that, you know, with anyone that we love or like our, our mates sometimes we're not the perfect person and as no. long as you acknowledge that afterwards go shit sorry i was in a really bad mood actually or or like i shouldn't have shouted at you for that or as long as you own up to it you're you're a good person for doing that if you do these things and you mean to do it and you've got no apology afterwards or you you just you don't even know the person actually because that's yeah. similar to what we were saying like then that's just unnecessary so one of one of the things that, um i try to do now as i'm getting older is admit when I've fucked up. If I'm wrong, say it. One hundred percent. I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, just say my, it. It's my fault. Because it yeah. de-escalates so much, and you can just move forward. Like if you just, you know, when people say, "No, no I didn't do that." Yeah. You know you I know. Did. Just admit it because actually it's going it. to get resolved quicker. <laughs> yeah, just, totally. Then you move on. It's people. Totally. I can be. I mean, to be fair, I can be stubborn sometimes, but I do. You have to admit when you're wrong. I think. Yeah. Like. You do. I think that happens as you get older. To be fair, I mean, yeah. when I was younger, I probably never admitted when I was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do that. That wasn't me. It's was all your fault. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I'd ever been wrong in my life until I was about thirty-one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd ever been yeah, wrong exactly. until then. <laughs> it's like, oh, I yeah, think everyone's absolutely. like that though. But like I yeah, say, definitely. as long as you admit to it, and whether you admit to it, you know, the next ten minutes or the next few hours, you like just own up to it. Done. Resolve. Move on. Easy. Yeah, definitely. I think um, just having spoken to you, when you say you don't get a lot of haters, I think one of you seem to be one of those people that seem to be extremely. I don't like. It'd be hard to imagine somebody not liking you because you just seem to be very positive and nice. And do you know what? I mean, people know, can you, disagree with me. I suppose I don't know on what, but I just I, you can disagree with someone on anything. I mean, people yeah. like actually in this time as well, what's going on? I didn't want to say too much. Like you can't because you've got this platform and you like whatever yeah. you say you might just be wrong regardless. So yeah. I was really like careful about what I was saying and what I was putting out. And I didn't, I still right now, I don't really know what to say, you know, this whole like white privilege and all these things. And you just yeah. like, you have to tiptoe and on eggshells and stuff. But yeah, you will always have people that might have an opinion. So 
just trying yeah. to i suppose be the like just be that person that doesn't say we, anything out of line it's really hard we've, um we've had the same on here where we've got a couple of times i've got into like murky places where it's yeah. like politics or about anything and you want oh, to be God, I have no idea about that, so. so precise yeah about anything you say because it's once you say it, it's there and this is recording so this is recording <laughs> yeah yeah. All fu- yeah so yeah, I yeah. mean, obviously, we've not said anything ridiculous, but you have to be no, the way yeah. you word the way you word anything. You don't want to offend be... anyone, and you don't want to be yeah. politically incorrect, and you know, you don't want to get judged or someone to. Yeah, yeah. I you have to be careful, like on every aspect of social how media, much, I suppose. So, how much of a consideration when you started your channel, Emily? What did you give to the thought of trolls? Because obviously, you know, a young woman going putting herself out there. Yeah. Did you have you should, you know, just being brutally honest with the internet. Yeah, that, like not place. not like huge, not a huge amount because I just saw what I was doing was just I, it was just like logging my own life and logging what I was doing in the in the gym and yeah. how I was living my life going out. Like to be fair, now I don't actually post when I go out for drinks. I want people to know I'm out for drinks because I'm normal. I don't, I'm not, I do drink alcohol and I, and I drink a lot when I go out. <laughs> but I don't want to. But when I go out, I've got that responsibility to not show that. But for trolls, it's almost like you, you've got to just be you. Like, if someone doesn't like it, they're not going to like it. So I've never really had a huge consideration for them because if it's just me being me, that's I'll take that because that's me. Like, you can disagree with that all you want, but I'm I'm not going to change myself as someone I've never even met before. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't take a huge consideration into them, but I know yeah. that there are some out there. I mean, there's some that troll my friends and i'm just like it's just savage I, it's so I, savage i wish i i wish i had a troll because i'd like to play them a little bit it'd be so much seems like it'd be so much fun to like just take the piss out of it oh, string God, don't even urge them on like literally just don't <laughs> even like, just, like i, I mean, feel like it'd be so much this fun bloody, also this troll that i had on that live is called barbara i was like <laughs> barbara it's funny because we always she actually said i've had a very hard life and i was thinking are you coming onto my life and trying to dampen <laughs> like, yeah Rain it's, funny, I don't get it's it. funny because whenever you know, whenever I go out running, uh, depending on where you are, but you always run past some young kids, and they might be like, they always shout abuse at you because you're running. So you're, <laughs> and and what I found out was the best thing to do was just give them abuse back, and they don't know yeah. what to do with that because everybody kind of just ignores them. But I'll yeah. just give them some abuse back, and then they can all go, the fuck. You're allowed yeah, to say that, to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's they don't like, like it, it. Take, it, take it, they can give it, but they can't take it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, uh, well, this is um, this has been extremely fun so far. Uh, I don't know what time we want, Ali. Just heading into the hour mark. Yeah. Um, Aww. Well, <laughs> nice yeah, flies, 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 flies by when you're having fun. I know. Um, talking about yeah. trolls. <laughs> One day, we, we're hoping that the Stelly Goose can get the first troll, because whenever oh, I post <laughs> As, as soon as I post the video, literally... But I'm, I hope I don't get it. I'm going to bring them on now. No, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Come on. Come on. I'll do no. Yeah. No, I am great. I'm so grateful that I actually don't get many. I've only had a few. I do know people that get them savagely, and it is really, really sad, but it's just unnecessary. I mean, hopefully yeah. you guys don't get any. We'll be fine, but we've never had one yet. But we get we get the random comments because as soon as I post the YouTube videos on the channel, yeah, let's upload and it's been up for like five seconds, and my phone will beep to say I've had a notification on the video, and some of them are just like clearly bots where it's like great video, and you think well yeah. you can't 
have watched it because I've just uploaded it. But recently, we've been getting a lot of yeah, big, so true actually. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah. unbelievable. Did you see that one? Yeah, the big, big yeah. Somebody, it was it was obviously I bought and it was like it was like um what was it www dot com extremelybigboobs dot com or something. What the. F- oh god you don't want that shit i mean to be fair you know on instagram i get i get loads of comments sometimes about trading have you seen that oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 there'll be like six people i've been trading with this person i'm just like where has this even come from and it's so it happens all the time it started like literally probably at the end of last year i'm just like this is this new crazy weird thing going on like sometimes i leave it sometimes i just delete their comments but I'm like, you know, just add to my comment box. Whatever one, of, one of the things that I do as well is, um, do you know when you get, I don't know if it's just me, that's just me being a crazy person. When you, when, you get, when you get people, like when you post something like, you know, a workout and somebody will post something going, hey, great profile, check out our brand. Check out uh, mine something. or check out and my I, company. And I'm like, that's got absolutely no relevance. I reply to everybody. I reply to them all. I reply to them all, and I won't tell you what I say, but I say some really brutal things back to them. Oh just my like, god! It's amazing. It's one of my favorite things to no. do. There's some, <laughs> there's some actually as well that I get that like comment, and it's it's this girl who's obviously got an adult site, and I'm just like, why would you come onto my page and post your adult site? <laughs> I'm just like, is she thinking about the male followers? I don't know. Check out my own, check out my OnlyFans. No. No, 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 get out, get out. No, not doing that. That's not ideal, but yeah, it's funny. Yeah, so I have, I've got to go and do a little cycle. So I need to, I need to get going. I really want to do a cycle today. It's so nice outside. It's not, it's absolutely poor. Oh, wait, yeah, where are you? We've had three seasons, we've had three seasons today already. Yeah, it's Scotland, so of course it's raining. So I'll it's her, of course it's raining, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's of course it's raining. So I'll set up on the, the turbo train and do a little cycle. 31. I'm, 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 coming, I'm going to London. Uh, I'm so excited. Rain. Need to start oh. tanning again. No, yeah. I'm too ginger for that. My skin falls off. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy, <laughs> I'm happy with 13 degrees in drizzle suits me just fine. That's <laughs> Alan. <laughs> no, I'm a sun baby. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, but it's been nice to chat to you both. Thanks so much yeah. for having me on. Yeah, lovely to talk to you. Just before we wind down, Emily, if people want to yeah. find out a bit more about you, where can they find you on? We've been talking about your social media channels. Where can they find you? Yeah, my Instagram channel is at mfury. That's my Instagram. So you can come and find me on there for workouts and I suppose nothing else. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that's fine. And we will tell all the trolls to stay away from you and come at us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if no you want, if you, want you guys. if you get trolls and your and your live things, just say it. go and speak to those guys. Just send them away yeah. and I'll and I'll, I'll speak all. to them. I'll speak to them. <laughs> Be my protectors for my trolls. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, episode twenty-five silver anniversary in the can. Emily Fury, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Thanks. Silly Goose Gang Podcast.